Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Uh, baby, welcome. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN Loves. Welcome to the program. Thanks to uh, John Elmore for uh, joining us. And uh, it's kind of funny because uh, John Elmore... Uh, and I first started talking back during the 1990s, during the OJ thing. So let's see, 90s, the aughts, the teens, and the 20s. That would be four decades. And uh, John, uh, I mean, he's just a terrific guy. And uh, he he caught a lot of heat uh, being on my show saying basically, as I recall, and I want to put words in John's mouth, that uh, the case against OJ was uh, pretty strong. Uh, John is one of our black brothers and sisters, and that didn't go over too well <laughs> with some of the folks uh, that John knew uh, best. But John is a guy who uh, tells it like it is, and uh, you may or may not disagree with what John Elmore has to say. But uh, personally, I just feel kind of fortunate to have him as a friend. And one of the things I've learned from uh, having, a, as John does, a daughter who is an attorney is the legal profession in Buffalo is uh, very, very small it's uh everybody knows each other and it's just kind of wild um it's probably smaller than the broadcasting profession in western new york but anyway um i hope you enjoyed the presentation given by john elmore i know he appreciated the interview i appreciated the interview and uh, it's all good hey just a quick note uh we did a show on live local music a few weeks ago and have you ever seen a band that you weren't expecting much of and you, I'm sorry, of which you weren't expecting much and you're walking up to watch them play and you realize, whoa, these guys are really good. And a uh, certain brunette and I <clears throat> were uh, walking up Main Street and uh, we heard this band playing at Sorrentino's. And they were doing While My Guitar Gently Weeps. And I looked at her and she looked at me and we just said, whoa. So Big Sauce Trio. And I did not know that Sean Ducherer was a part of Big Sauce Trio. But I want to tell you something. They were phenomenal. Uh, I know they they made a lot of money for Sorrentinos. I know that much. And I and what I what I love too is they play loud. They play loud, and their set list is tremendous. If you and I share the same taste in music, absolutely sensational. And uh, it's a trio. Now I don't mean to uh, disrespect any of the other local bands like Hit and Run or Nerds Gone Wild 
or my buddies in Back to the Bars. I'll be seeing those guys tonight. Actually, Back to the Bar stools, if you must know. But uh, Big Sauce Trio really, really, really was impressive. In fact, my neighbor, all right, and this is this is a guy who shovels me driveway in the winter, okay? He gave the guys uh, a significant amount of money and said, could you play 20 minutes more? And they obliged. And uh, to the village of Williamsville, don't give Mike DeVita at Sorrentino's a hard time. I have his back. Let it go. Just let it go. Enjoy the revenue. That is all I have to say. But uh, Sean Ducherer and the guys of uh, Big Sauce Trio, just all I can say is great set list, magnificently performed, and uh, I, I want to play with you guys. The minute I can feel my fingertips again, I want to play with you guys. Of course, I also want to play with Back to the Bars at some point, but uh, unfortunately, Mark, uh, the guitar player, only brings one guitar, and uh, I'm not good enough to do lead on anything, just the rhythm stuff, but uh, yeah, Big Sauce Trio, very freaking impressive. And I didn't run into anybody I didn't want to run into, so that made it extra, extra nice. So uh, anyway, bitter much? Not really. Anyway, it is uh, 3.13 at uh, News Radio 930 WBEN. Welcome to the program. Good to have you with us. Uh, we have talked about the Tops uh, Massacre uh, scumbag uh, the past few hours of the program. And I would like to talk about something that is... Uh, well, frankly, it is uh, it is on my mind. It it, uh, it is on my mind, and that is the uh, uh, that is the situation of you and your elderly parents. And there are so many angles uh, with which to pursue or proceed on this front. Um, and I, I share with you an email that I received earlier today. And again, folks, I just I have a summer cold. It's no big deal. It's not the end of the world. So forgive my raspy voice. But seriously, it's uh, it's it, if I didn't feel well, I wouldn't be working. I feel fine. It's just the voice is a bit of a mess. Uh, and it's just it is it is what it is. So just deal with it. Uh, would you rather have my raspy voice or somebody else? Don't answer that question right now. Um, not a week goes by that I don't find myself in a conversation about someone struggling with dealing with aging parents, the forgetfulness for some, the physical decline for others, the emotional toll and time spent on taking care of the ones who took care of them. These stories are everywhere and are top of mind. Is the answer assisted care? For many, the money can be overwhelming and people age in dangerous situations. So what are you going through with your elderly parents. What are you going through? And I hope that I'm not telling tales out of school, but uh, recently um, I was uh, instrumental on a uh, very, very uh, interesting Thursday night on uh, making sure that uh, my mom got herself into the hospital because she was having some issues. And frankly, there was no... um, there's no way she could have gotten into my car or any of my siblings' cars. And I said, look, just get an ambulance, get to the hospital, get yourself looked at because you don't want me to carry the guilt of you not having gone to the hospital because I wasn't persuasive enough because uh, my mom's going to be 90 years old in less than a month, okay? 
And uh, obviously, I love my mother very much. And, uh, you know, despite the massive inheritance, <laughs> I, I, I want her to be around as, uh, as long as possible. Okay. So um, I'm curious as to your experiences with your older parents. And I, look, I'm not going to pretend that I'm some paragon of virtue. Okay, especially if you knew where I vacation. You, I, I am not going to pretend I'm some paragon of virtue, but I will tell you this much. Um, I have offered to sell my home and move in with my mother to basically be her nursemaid, to basically be on call 24-7, okay? She has declined thus far my offer, but if it ever comes down to it, I will gladly sell my house and move in with my mother to take care of her because it's the right thing to do. And I feel very, very strongly about this. And, you know, some of you have had experiences, I'm sure, with spouses or uh, significant others who could not handle um, certain health challenges that you've had along the way. Maybe they don't do emotions. Maybe they don't... uh, Uh, They're not equipped to deal with what somebody goes through after a hospitalization or after anesthesia or something like that. Um, It it takes a special kind of very, very patient person. But I will tell you without, look, I'm not trying to put myself on a pedestal, okay, because I ain't on a pedestal. I don't want to be on a freaking pedestal, all right? But I know this much. What's right is right. And if my mother needs me to live at her house, I will live at her house. Doesn't matter that I'm going to be 60 in a month. I don't care. I've got nothing to prove to anybody. And frankly, if I sold my house, uh, it would not be an unprofitable situation. So I'm just saying, I'm willing to do it. And I'm wondering how many of you have either moved in with your elderly parents to take care of them or have had your elderly parents move in to your place. Now, my mother is always welcome to live with me. But to be very honest with you, my house, which was built in 1927, is not exactly laid out for a 90-year-old. All right? I mean, the bedrooms are upstairs, unless she wants to sleep on my couch and take my place. But the bedrooms are all upstairs. The full bath is upstairs, and mobility becomes an issue with older people. So I want to I get your sense and your stories about how you have dealt with your older parents. And in particular, too, one of the things that has come up before, but I haven't done it in quite some time, is telling your elderly parents that, you know what, it's time to turn in the car keys. It is time to do away with the automobile. You don't need it. Now, the insurance companies often have a say in that. But what have you done for your elderly parents? What is the right thing to do? And again, I do not put myself on any pedestal of virtue. But for me, the right thing to do if the time ever comes, is to sell my house, move in with my mom, take care of my mom, or bring her over to my house and make whatever accommodations need to be made to make sure that she can enjoy a uh, long and comfortable life. And again, I'm I'm not trying to be heroic. I'm not trying to set myself up as something I'm not. But 
my mother took care of me when I was a kid, just like your mom took care of you when you were a kid and your dad too. So what is the appropriate thing to do? And I will tell you that when you, especially when you get older and your friends have all died, your family becomes very, very important. And look, back during the uh, neck surgery I had in March, uh, no big secret, I was a mess. I was, an, I've talked about this, I had amnesia, I had um, uh, amnesia delirium, I truly did, and it wasn't my fault. I mean, I wish I could, if it was my fault, I would take full responsibility for it, but it wasn't my fault. Some people couldn't deal with that, but uh, my ex-wife, my daughter, they were absolutely terrific through the entire thing, as were uh, some very dear friends uh, that, uh, that I had who understood that it wasn't me, it was the drugs. And it wasn't like street drugs, it wasn't doing blow. Believe me, I, I can't touch it. Uh, but it was just legitimately medically uh, induced. It was iatrogenic, as they say. Um, 803, you like that word, iatrogenic? Thank you, I thought you might. What have you done for your elderly parents? And what is the right thing to do? And again, I'm not trying to put myself up on some pedestal, but for me, I could not live with myself if I did not move in with my mother at such point as she needed to have somebody there most of the time. I could not forgive myself if I did not ask my mom, and I've already asked my mom, do you want to move in with me? Well, whatever accommodation, I'll, I'll put a freaking elevator into the house. I don't care what you want me to do. I want you to be as comfortable as you can be. And I also don't want to see the inheritance go to a nursing home. Uh, but that, that, that's another story for a different day. 803-0930 is the phone number. Are you taking care of your elderly parents? And uh, the other side question to that is, what have you done to get the car keys away from your mom or dad. Now, I will tell you that my mom is still a terrific driver. There is, believe it or not, even though she's almost 90 years old, she's a better driver than most of the people I see on the roads today. I mean, she taught me how to drive, and I've never had an accident that was my fault of any major consequence. Perhaps some parking dings along the way, but that's about it. I, I, I'm a really good parallel parker. That's the funniest thing. Parallel parking is supposed to be really difficult. And for me, it's super, super easy. But it's the other stuff that drives me a little bit nuts. Um, how have you, how are you taking care of your elderly parents? And tell me what the right thing is to do. And I'm sorry, but I think the right thing for me uh, is if my mom needs me, I will sell my house, I will move in with her, and if women in my life can't deal with the fact that I'm 60 years old and living with my mom, they can't understand why I would do such a thing, well, you know what, they're not worth my time. If they can't understand that, they're not worth my time. Because if, if you cannot understand the importance of family, then you're of no use to me, and, and you're of no use to yourself, frankly. And I, I'm sorry, but I believe that. Now, obviously, there are uh, circumstances where it's not very practical. For example, uh, your elderly parent may be going through dementia. Well, I must be honest with you, I am not equipped to deal with somebody else's dementia. I have a hard enough problem with my own. 803 
0930 is the phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. What is the right thing to do, and what have you done with your elderly parents? And uh, if nothing else, I have assured my mom that um, I am very good with a big, fluffy pillow if things get really out of hand. Okay, let's go. Oh, we just lost. Come on. I was just about to go to Sandy, and she hung up on me. Why do you guys do that? Why do you call and then hang up? It pisses me off. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. And, uh, you know, look. In in many ways, if you listen to the show, you understand that I'm a bit of a libertine scumbag, okay? You understand that. But in other ways, I am extremely old school, okay? Extremely old school. I would never think of, for example, 60 years old or not, I would never think of asking a woman to marry me unless I had the approval of her surviving parents because I think it is just a question of respect, respeto. And uh, that's just, you know, look, that's just the way I am. It's the way I was brought up. And I will take care of my mom as long as she needs to be taken care of. My brother takes care of a lot of stuff. My sister takes care of a lot of stuff, but I'm willing to sell my house. I'm willing to sell everything I own so I can take care of me mom. 803, suddenly I've I've acquired a Cockney accent. I apparently have watched Tom Hardy's legend far too many times. 803. 0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. We'll take your calls after the news with Mr. Puckett on WBEN. Coming up in about an hour, my buddy Mike Love from the Beach Boys will join us. They're doing a show at Seneca Allegheny over the weekend. I know he's going to ask me to introduce the band, which is going to be tough because I have a very full calendar. But I suppose for Mike Love and the Beach Boys, I might be able to make an exception on uh, News Radio. Will the, but will the guys from Back to the Bars forgive me? I don't know. 803-0930. Look, look you got to understand. I, I was brought up in a musical family with my brother. So... The opportunity to be backstage with the Beach Boys, introducing them on stage as they did at Chautauqua, it is like a special honor for me. And I know that some of you might think that's stupid and silly. And look, I get it. I understand that. But uh, Mike Love is a great guy. Had a chance to hang out with him and Bruce Johnston. Uh, Bruce has the Rolex president. I have the Submariner. So we compared timepieces on New... His, his is more expensive on uh, news radio. But the chick who gave me this one, I, I should have held out for the president on news radio, 930 WBEN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You know, I got to ask Mark from Back to the Bars if he does the uh, Jimmy Page tuning on this or if he does the standard tuning on this, but uh, I'll get to that tonight. Anyway, it's Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. You and your elderly parents, what is the deal? How do you take care of your elderly parents? And I am not claiming to be a paragon of virtue. But my mother is well aware of the fact I would happily sell my house and move in with her or she could happily sell her house, which I own anyway, and move in with me because I just I think that is what you are supposed to do. And again, after the uh, neck surgery in March that I had, which uh, basically knocked me on my buttocks for a few weeks. Remember the show I tried to do and I couldn't finish because I sounded drunk because I was on muscle relaxants? Remember that one? Um, My ex-wife and my daughter took very, very good care of me. Uh, You have no idea. And that's, uh, again, something that uh, we've talked about when uh, Cassandra has been on the show, that even if you are going through the most cantankerous and most contentious divorce in history, you need to make it right with the person to whom you were married. Because I'm one of the very few people on this planet, I think, who can say, I love my ex-wife, and my ex-wife loves me. And you know what? There's something to be said for that. Let's go to Joanne in uh, Cheektowaga. Joanne, you are on WBEN. Welcome to the show. Hi. How are you today? Yes, ma'am. I, um make a long story short, my mother was bed-bound, and her baby brother took care of her so I could go to work. He lived upstairs. After my mother passed away, I took care of my uncle, and I would take him to his doctor's appointments. He'd he'd fallen the one night when I went to work and dislocated his shoulder, Oh. And he had. I found him at the base of the basement stairs when I came home. And when he came out of the um, Brothers of Mercy rehab, I'm a nurse, and I asked to have the day off because I didn't want to leave him home alone. They refused to give me the day off, so I hired his aide to take care of him that he had at Brothers of Mercy so I could go to work. And... It got to the point where I just quit work. I worked part-time for an agency for a day, and I took care of him. And um, thank God for my neighbors, because I couldn't lift him if he fell on the floor. Uh, He was 91 when he died, and I have no regrets of quitting work and taking care of him because my family always took care of everybody. Well, okay, Joanne, maybe you and I are both old school, okay? But your family is the basic unit of your life. Your family is the most important part of your life. Agree or disagree? Oh, I totally agree. And, and you I will have always... no brothers or sisters. I'm an only child, not married. And I wouldn't put him in a nursing home because I worked in one. 
Right. Which sounds terrible, but... No, no. You don't want to know about my sibling's visit to a certain nursing home uh, locally uh, and some of the comments that were made during the visits to the nursing home uh, regarding the uh, odiferous nature of the air of the nursing home. But uh, in, in terms of uh, in terms of family, um, Joanne, I'm just kind of curious. Are you of Italian background? What What is your background? Um, I'm Alsatian, Swiss, and Polish. My goodness, well, that was a curveball. Alsatian. Yeah. Nope. Nobody knows what Alsatian is. You're talking about Alsace-Lorraine. Yeah, it, mostly German. The names were mostly German, going all the way back. Well, I mean I that, actually, that whole that whole region changed between Germany and France, depending on who won the war that year. Yeah. Now, um, I actually have an uncle that was in the Civil War. An and uncle? I wait, wait, wait. Not a great uncle. An uncle? Well, a great, great, I don't know how many greats. Okay. He was an, right. He's an now uncle. I feel, now yeah. I don't feel so horribly young. Um, well, I'm, only, it, I'm only 68, so I'm not that old. But, well, um, okay, okay. Can I, can I ask you a different question, uh, getting off on a sure. different track? One of the things I'm sick of hearing, because I'm going to be turning 60 in one month, and honest, uh, honestly, I'm a little bit depressed about it, Okay. Um, and I, if, if one more person says age is just a number, I believe that I'm justified under Article 35 of the New York State Penal Code in knocking them out. Yes. Yes, Thank you. you are. And Thank the, you. And the, and the other thing is once you get in your mid-60s, the first thing they ask you at a doctor's office, have you fallen at all? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, no, I walked into the office. I'm not using a cane. I am perfectly capable of taking care of myself. But it was just... So who's... Joanne, family, who's... We, who, we honey, let me one. interrupt. Allow me to interrupt. Who is going yeah. to take care of you when you get older? Because you have done your familial duty in two cases, for which I think we can all applaud you. But do you ever worry about you what's going to happen with you when you get older because I'm one of these people I refuse to be a burden on anybody well I don't have anyone to take care of me I have a cousin a second cousin in Rhode Island and I have a cousin who's 10 years older than me in California so I won't have anyone except my neighbors yeah, my family is uh, well aware of uh, what I intend to do should I be unable to care for myself because I do not wish to be a burden on anybody. And I know some people might not understand that, might not go along with that, but uh, it is what it is. I do not wish to burden anybody. On the other hand, uh, as long as I have breath in my lungs, uh, you better believe I'm going to take care of my mom, whatever she needs. Well, I had often said to my one girlfriend, I said, uh, put me in my car, put a brick on my um, gas pedal, and let me go. And she goes, it depends what kind of car you're driving. <laughs> so. Don't, don't make me laugh right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I, um, I really don't know if anyone would take care of me. I have a couple neighbors that if I need help with something... They come over and they'll, you know, they'll change light sockets or chop a tree down or snow blow if I can't get it, you know. 
Well, that's that's great. That's great. I mean, look, I I'm blessed to have some great neighbors uh, right now. I, I I could not ask for better neighbors. Nobody could ask for better neighbors than the ones I have. Uh, but that being said, you know, again, you've done your familial duty. And you've got to look ahead to your own future and make the appropriate arrangements for when the time comes. I mean, ideally, and look, I, I know this sounds very morbid, but ideally it'll be very quick and very sudden, and it won't be something that is pro, uh, protracted and prolonged, which is something I refuse to endure. I'm not going through that. Uh, I already have it written down in my advanced directives. Yep. No tube feedings. Oh, yeah. Well, my daughter you knows know, all that stuff. We've got feedings. it all written down in legalese. None, none of those feedings, um, you know, if I can't eat, give me fluids, and when I die, I'll die peacefully. Well, I have requested uh, not fluids, uh, but uh, tequila, liquid tequila to be poured directly into my body. Um, it's locale, for one. Uh, I thank you very much, uh, Joanne, and somewhere there's a special spot in heaven for you, honey. Oh, I hope so. All right, thank you, my love. What do you do, what have you done for your elderly parents? It's something that each of us has to come to terms with. And again, if you're just joining us, I do not claim to be a paragon of virtue. But my mother knows I would sell my house in a heartbeat and move in with her if she needed round-the-clock care. It wouldn't. It would be such a no-brainer for me. It wouldn't be funny. Let's go to Mora in Amherst on WBEN. Hello. Hi. Um, my mother outlived my father by eight years, but before my dad passed away, there was some contention stuff in the family, and I told both of my parents that I love them and I respect them, and I felt they were fully capable of making their own choices and their own decisions. And I would tell them what I thought, but I would respect their right to do it. And um, after Dad passed, I ended up coming back to the area, and I lived with my mom for her last three years. And I maintained that phrase that I respect what she wants to do because she was not infirmed. She didn't have Alzheimer's. But there was one time we went to the doctor, and she wanted her shoulder operated on, and she was a bad PT patient, a bad patient, period. And I just, we went to the car, because she didn't drive, and I said, you're not going to have that surgery. And she yells at me. By the time we got home, she agreed. We weren't, she wasn't going to have the surgery, because I know she wouldn't do the rehab. And then the other story I had, because she does didn't drive, well, was... Well, time out. Let me just... Let me just uh, forgive sure. my interruption, but uh, what kind of shoulder surgery are we talking about? Because the, the shoulder is built for mobility, not stability. Well, the arthroscopic type stuff, because her shoulder had locked. And at that no. point, she was maybe... She was over 80. And... She didn't need to have the surgery, and I also knew she wasn't going to do the PT because she hadn't done it for other surgeries. So that was a little bit of contention, but otherwise, I was her healthcare proxy, and I was also um, her power, power of attorney. And um, when I first moved in with her, it was difficult because I lived on my own for so long. And we fought a lot because she still thought that I was her little girl. 
And that was about four or five months. And I would escape in the car. And then finally, we became friends. She respected me, and I respected her. The Hold on, my love. I have to, my love. I have to break for traffic on WBEN. Don't you go anywhere. So, what do you do as your parents get older? What choice did you make in your life? Mora is with us again in Amherst on WBEN coming up at four thirty-five. Mike Love of the Beach Boys. They're playing uh, a show here tomorrow. And uh, Mike Love is a really cool dude, and I'm looking forward to talking to him again. It's been a little less than a year. But, uh, Maura, you're on WBEN. Hello. Well, Mom, like I said, Mom didn't drive. I was the driver. and But she saw something on TV, chair cushions. So she used her credit card and bought them. Didn't tell me. And then she gets her credit card bill, and she's in the kitchen, and she's getting more and more frustrated. And I'm just ignoring it. So finally, I I run in the kitchen, and I said, what's going on? And she told me, and I get on the phone, and she has said yes so many times when she ordered these cushions. She got billed for, like, long-term stay at a resort and all sorts of things that she didn't know she was saying yes to. And I threatened um, the, um, the, the company that sold her the cushions that I would take it up with an attorney. All of a sudden, oh, no problem. We'll fix her credit card and all this. And it's just that she felt overwhelmed. But again, my mother was not infirmed. And I think, I don't know your situation, but you have to respect their ability to make their choices. Well, and my mother's sharp as a tack. I don't agree with it. My, well, my so mother's mine, gotten those. But... Have, has your mother, did your mother ever get the grandma calls like, uh, hey, uh, grandma, I'm in jail and I need $2,000 for bail to get me out of jail? Cause my no, mother because play, she... my mother plays along with those people and says, oh, my goodness, that's incredible. And she'll keep them on the phone for an hour and then say, by the way, I don't have any grandchildren. Click. Well, she, she, my mother knew where her, where her four grandchildren were, but when I was with her, she never got those calls. She's been gone eight years, but again, I'm just giving you my opinion. Let her know that you respect her ability to lead her life and that you won't interfere unless it's really necessary. Because I think that that's what causes a lot of fear for seniors. I also worked for a short period of time as a patient advocate in the hospital, and that's what I saw with the elderly that would come in and their adult children in our age bracket. And the children sometimes were overbearing and other times didn't want to be involved. It's a fine line you're going to be walking. Well, no, you know what? Um, I've been paying for my mom's cell phone bill for 10 years, so she's got a state-of-the-art smartphone. I have been uh, paying for her Catholic Health Systems um, monitoring device for 10 years um, because I don't ever want to have a situation where mom falls down on the ground and has no way to communicate that she needs assistance. Uh, because yep. some of her friends have been in that situation. They've been on their living room floor for like five days at a time. And I just said to myself, not my mom. That's not going to happen to her. And it doesn't cost a lot of money, but it gives me peace of mind. And I, most importantly, it gives my mom peace of mind. Well, my mother had one of those when after my dad passed, she fell outside. And the neighbors found her, and they took her to the hospital 
and it turns out she broke her right elbow. And after that, she got one of the panic alarms so that she could get the ambulance on her own. But it's 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 hard because you have to adjust your life to their lives. And sometimes, depending on mm. your parent, they they don't understand that that they don't own you. And that's what happened in the beginning with my mom and I. But after so I got to get a little bit of a different view on that, a little bit of a different view. My view is uh, my mom took care of me when I was an infant and unable to take oh, yeah. care of myself. So, therefore, I think turnaround is fair play, and I expect to take care of her when she cannot take care of herself. And, again, I'm not putting myself up on a pedestal. It's just the way I was brought up. Oh no, I I agree completely, and um, it's but they 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 have a my opinion is they don't feel they have control of their lives anymore, and that's what I wanted to make clear to my, both of my parents, right. even when my dad before my dad died, that I respected their abilities because they weren't senile, but right. I had other siblings that did not respect that, so that's hey. but. I, that's again where I came different. I, my opinion was different than theirs. So those are my two stories. Um, very, very interesting. Thank you very much. I uh, uh, greatly appreciate the uh, phone call. 357 at News Radio 930 WBEN. We've got news coming up with uh, Mr. Puckett at 4 o'clock. 435, we'll talk to Mike Love of the Beach Boys. And uh, there's also a story here about the. Uh, blizzard of december 23rd which uh we should probably get into a little bit uh, i know it's kind of weird talking about it in august but uh i think it deserves some uh, airtime if that's all the same with you although i, I am kind of liking your stories about dealing with uh, your el- elderly parents and what your plan is and as i've said i mean it, it, you know you can say all kinds of horrible things about me but I would sell my house in a minute to move in with my mother. I would have my mother move in with me in a minute because I was just, it's just the way I was brought up. And uh, when my mother goes to the great beyond, I want the clearness of mind to know that I did everything I possibly could to make her final days as enjoyable as possible. I mean, I'll, I'll hire like, you know, gigolos to come in and everything else. It's 358 at News Radio 930, because that's what's first and foremost on her mind. 358 at News Radio 930, WBEN. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.